OTB Sports Rugby. Some of the hype around Jack Crowley has been premature. He's played pretty well, but having him as the second coming of Christ seems to be a little bit aggressive. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. All right, I'm delighted to say Sam Mulroy of Sam Mulroy Fitness is here. How are you? How's it going? Yeah, how are you? Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Uh, I presume this is like the busiest three weeks of your life, is it? Yeah, it is. Pretty mental at this stage, but um, oh, look, it's, I suppose you just take it when it comes and it's it's great to have it. Yeah, so you started your business, I think, around 2020, is that right? 2020, it was actually our third birthday, the 7th of January just gone, so... Right. Um, yeah, three years and two Covids and... Did you get it in just before Covid started? Or? Did, yeah, we just started that January and then we were, we were going pretty well, we were flying and... Um, obviously COVID hit that March or whatever so bit of a nightmare but um, in hindsight maybe look it made it and I suppose if you can survive that you might survive anything yeah so tell us a little bit about when when you left school what did you decide to do what was the path from um, going from uh, not having a business to having a business yeah I suppose bit of a, not the probably straightforward routine of leaving school and college and when I left school I hadn't done a CEO hated school at the time Pulling a little bit there to the mic sorry, sorry yeah and um, yeah hated school and didn't fill in a CEO or anything so I was building sheds I think at one stage after school and um, Derek Crilly from DKIT ended up um, ringing me looking to play football more so than anything so um, So the lure of Sigerson The lure of Sigerson yeah came calling so um, I suppose that was how I got into college in the first place and done a year in Carlow and a couple of years in DKIT and What were you studying? I was studying sport exercise Okay um, and then I done a masters last year in, in Jordan Sen, um in sports management um, obviously just to compliment And did you find you liked this? When you got into it? No, um, okay. I wasn't even loving it. I was just trying to get through it and getting it done was, was the case. And the, obviously, Laura playing football at college and stuff was, um, was probably to the forefront of what I was doing yeah. and, or why I was there. And then I'd done a placement in, in third year in Sport Ireland um, with Graham Byrne, um, the SNC coach allowed at the time. And that was how I suppose fell in love with fitness and helping people. So the penny dropped at that point. Penny dropped at that point, and Graham Byrne had a little chat. And he sat me down and probably told me to to cop on a little bit and try sort my life out. So right, um, it was a case of yeah, um, biting the bullet and getting to it. Yeah, it's funny how sometimes um, people having those conversations with you they mean nothing to you because you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. But when you're ready for it, you're like, oh yeah, okay, I see what you mean now. Yeah, I suppose when you look at it, like and even spoke about before Ocean McConville um, having a little word as well, and when it comes from people like that, I suppose you maybe are. Maybe they're looking right for you. And so did somebody ring us and say, here, listen, will you have a word with this guy? Because, you know... Yeah. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Look, maybe right. they did. Um, I'd say a few people are giving out about me. But, uh, no, look, I was, I was working on a, a building site and um, it was probably easy for me. Um, it was only down the road. But look, I think Oshin maybe knew that I'd, I'd more in me and I had different interests and stuff. And the same with Graham. So um, it's nice to get chat from people like that and maybe that can see potential in you and stuff. So um, I suppose I was going well in the college placement in, in Sport Ireland. So, right. Um, yeah, he said, look, I'll give it a crack back home and see what happens. So that's where it started. Yeah, it was funny, right? Because uh, sometimes, um, sometimes players going to college just to do a course to play Sigerson gets a bad rap, right? But I'm all in favour of it because it actually yeah. gives you a few years to just... Sort yourself out, yeah. And, like, Figure out what you want to do, exactly, I suppose. Like, you know, yeah. like, find yourself, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, deep down. Be better. <laughs> but, like, how, how is any 16-year-old who is... Or 17-year-old who's filling out the CAO supposed to know... I want to do this thing for the rest of my life and I'm going to do this because that's what you're told absolutely yeah. actually it's bollocks yeah, like it's cool. just what very you're going to do for the next couple of years absolutely and, yeah um, um, and I suppose look sport was always an interest with football and all that crack so that, that's what, how I fell into that I suppose and yeah. probably the easiest route at the time and um, yeah that's how I got 
uh, in that in that line of work, I suppose. It's also like traditionally uh, everybody's like, oh, go and be a teacher. It's the perfect thing for GA. But actually, I'm not sure it is anymore, particularly with the way the seasons are aligning. But actually, working in the fitness industry is not a really bad thing at all if you want to be uh, involved in elite GA. We see. Uh, various people, you know, TJ Reid famously, uh, Aidan O'Mahony, there's loads of other people who have actually made a career in, in fitness work very well. Uh, Andy uh, Moore was just on this morning as well. Uh, did you talk to any of them at all? I spoke to Andy actually nice. yeah, a couple of times and that, yeah. so um, the link there would be Tom Parsons obviously through the, the GPA and stuff, so um, yeah, I spoke to Andy a good few times and there's a few um, Shane lines that used to play from Anna, has been great to me, so yeah, there's definitely bouncing ideas off other people who've done it and have done it very well, so as you said, TJ is very successful and Andy's been very successful. Yeah. And like, so yeah, it's nice to bounce ideas off them, I suppose, and how they've managed playing into county football and running a business at the same time, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to talk to those guys. It's funny, Sam, like, and imagine that like, the days are still long, you're talking 13, 14 hour days in the gym, but it's different from construction, you're not going home completely wrecked, I guess you have some control over the the toll it's having on your body and you can kind of filter it into your own game as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's tough at times, absolutely, especially when I started off first I was on my own. It's great now I have two lads with me there that are um, helping me run the show, which is which is nice. Um, but look, there's lots of early mornings and late evenings. You're starting first classes at 6am, so you're up from 5 and it can be tough if you're coming home from training late that night, the night before or whatever. But look, um, as I said, it's great to have, I've got the business to a stage now where I can... Um, have a bit of help um, and afford to, to pay those lads to, to come in and give me a little bit of relief when I, when I need it or whatever so here's the plug where is it if anybody wants what, um, what, what voice, you, Samurai yeah. Fitness um, definitely give it, uh, check it out if, if, if they're uh, interested Yeah, you're busy on Instagram giving them uh, good advice oh to yeah you? absolutely flat, yeah. Out, flat out Instagram and blogging I think they call it now how is um, how's the football season going for you so far the glamour of the O'Byrne Cup but it's actually started pretty well for you guys it's started pretty well um, I suppose two wins on the bounce last year I think it took us till our fifth game to win um, so I suppose that monkey off the back already has been nice um, a little bit of pressure off I suppose getting a win early so um, for me it's been I was packing my bag Saturday night before heading to Calair and I was kind of thinking what do I actually need here I haven't played since <laughs> October I was carrying a few injuries and stuff so I um, had a few injections last year and so just trying to get everything cleared up so it was nice to I suppose go back and play um, Saturday there which was great um, for the first time in a while and Lyle opted not to play the semi-final against Wexford and Wexford were probably quite keen to, to play it but you have so many guys in Sigurdsson and it, it nearly makes sense given that you're already into the semi-finals of the World Cup not to play yeah, I suppose winning the last two matches took a little bit of pressure off and already through to the semi-final and then look, it's it's probably just a madness time-wise and um, logistically um, to get lads out of work on the Wednesday you're travelling down to Wexford, you're playing at 8 o'clock that night you're probably not home till half 1, 2 o'clock and for me I'd have to be up and work at 6am the next morning so for stuff like that it just didn't make sense and then obviously you have the, the other side of the lads playing Sigerson and, and stuff like that so look, it just didn't make sense and thankfully... Um, we're already true which is taking pressure off not, been, not having to play the match How are you playing yourself? How do you gauge whether or not you're playing well? What, what are your own kind of things that make you think okay I'm at it I probably wasn't at it the weekend as I said it's been a, bit, a couple of months so it's a bit rusty the weekend so um, look I suppose for me it's just setting bar, uh, standards for myself um, turnovers simple things like that that get you into the game is your first touch good um, I suppose a lot of people probably think of can they score points or can they score goals but I think when you chase those you, you probably get a little bit selfish or the team doesn't come first then so it's, I think it's important to set standards that are helping the team um, so for me it's chasing do I have three turnovers Are you always like this or is this part of being captain and, and uh, No, no, I think it was always like that I right. suppose from an early age maybe 18, 19 I probably was the other way in terms of always chasing am I going to be the top scorer yeah. today or whatever like that so now it's been, it's from then I suppose a couple of years now it's probably trying to chase other things can I get a mark um, in midfield or help 
get three or four turnovers or um, stuff like that. So I think it's important maybe to set standards that way um, in terms of what maybe other people are looking like uh, looking at. Yeah. Funny we had David Tuberty uh, on the show during the week, Sam, and, and like he was talking about the the National League goal scoring record or point scoring record he has, and maybe appreciating it more when he's retired. Like, is that something that you think down the line you'd like to keep racking up the points because it will mean something to you one day? Yeah, maybe one day, yeah. Um, for David, it's absolutely incredible, um, and the stat is pretty impressive. So um, maybe one day, but at the minute, no, I haven't. I don't even know. I haven't checked it. Don't know what the, the tally is or anything. So no, look, maybe one day, and I'm suppose, I suppose definitely is probably special for David now yeah, since he's hung up the boots. Mickey Hart's had a had a serious impact with yourself since he since he took over. I mean, a couple of promotions and like Division Two football, especially the chance to play against the Dubs this year is is, is a real card on the stick. Yeah, absolutely. We've put ourselves in a brilliant position, I suppose, over the last um, two years. Um, I suppose we trained hard. Um, we've put a lot of things in place um, outside of the training pitch, and even in terms of what we do, our centre of excellence, everything's improved and gone up a level. So it's been impressive what the lads have brought to it, and it's been absolutely incredible for me personally and the team um, to get to see what it's like to play at that high level and the standards that's expected of you from the likes of Mickey Hart and what they've done over the last number of years. So um, it's been really brilliant journey so far but look I suppose this can only be the start of it um, we don't want to go back down to Division 3 or 4 again so it's about setting standards now and I suppose staying there um, and improving on it again um, We've obviously talked a lot on this show about the championship structures but one of the knock-on impacts is that Division 2 of the league is going to be ridiculously competitive and the prize is uh, playing in Sam McGuire yeah. like, uh, and the um, the corresponding side of that is that if you go down then Sam McGuire is really really difficult to get into so mm. uh, all of a sudden these games are literally the be all and end all of the first part of the season and then after that whatever happens in Leinster happens and then after that the championship happens yeah it's there's a lot of games which is brilliant um, but yeah it's going to be tough there's a lot of big games in that division too um, I think for everyone um, yeah. it's going to be seriously competitive you have Derry, Kildare, Dublin. <laughs> like there's some massive teams in there that, um, are obviously trying to be getting it, get out of division. Um, and then for a lot of teams, maybe it's trying to stay in that division because, as I said, it's going to be very, very tough um, to pick up points. But look, we'll give it, we'll give it a crack and hope. Is that a, like, what's that like? Because that's all of a sudden these games really, really, really matter in a way that the league games always really mattered for uh, teams, particularly in Division Four, because you're trying to get into three, and then three is like, okay, these games really matter because trying to get into two, and it's um, but now it it's like proper championship fever to the league which is kind of what we always wanted yeah um, absolutely I think Mickey Hart actually spoke about that during the week saying that the league is like a championship now um, I suppose over the last number of years it's massively important for us to get out of divisions and climb up the, climb up the ladder but now it's even more important as you said um, to be in that Sam Maguire is going to be massive for us as a county um, to improve so yeah there's a lot of pressure on those games um, I suppose so is there do you feel, Sam, is there a level of disrespect afforded to, to counties like Louth? Sometimes you, Louth in in past few years have been lumped into the so-called weaker counties bracket, which in many ways is a backslap to those counties because clearly I don't know where you can come and win a Division 4, win a Division 3 title, and all of a sudden you're, you're mixing it with the big guys. So is there sometimes a level of disrespect afforded to some of the counties, especially in Leinster maybe, the, the counties outside Dublin and Kildare maybe, don't get the attention that maybe they deserve? I suppose so, look, but at the end of the day, maybe it's... That maybe they're right. Um, I suppose we haven't done anything to warrant been called a big county or um, same like maybe outside Dublin. No one's won Leinster in the last 
10, 12 odd years so you can't be claiming to be a big county I suppose so it's up to us and the other counties in Leinster to I suppose raise the standards I know we spoke about it before trying to chase down Dublin and stuff so um, I suppose it's up to us and you can't whinge about it or complain about being called a weaker county um, if you're not mixing it with the big boys so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see if we can we can do it this year There's something nice about that even having silverware uh, you know not talking about reflecting on, on, on the end of a career but when you win a Division 3 title in Croke Park with your county that, that must mean that must mean so much, especially to, to people in Louth, because I know they love their football. And clearly it's led to, to different things as well. I mean, Louth are creating a culture. They've got a, a set of excellence and pitch that they're trying to develop as well. So there's a lot of things going on in Louth football, all of them positive. Yeah, absolutely. Look, as I said, it was absolutely massive, I think, for, for Louth to go to Crow Park last year and, and pick up a win. Um, I was there in, I think, 2019 when we were bet by Tipperary in the final in Division 3. So I suppose last year it was nice to be back there and get to walk up the steps of... Um, the Hogan stand and stuff like that's absolutely special and stuff you dream of I know it's maybe for other people it's only a Division 3 title but as you said to create a culture of actually going to Crow Park and winning matches is so so important so um, yeah last year was a massive massive step for Loud and as you said look it builds into everything that we're trying to do in, outside the, the training pitch as I said the, the new stadium coming and stuff like that so as you said Loud people love football and for them to get to go to Crow Park last year and watch us um, play good football and win a match and get to pick up a trophy was, was excellent I think yeah. mm. well, did that culture is that a change do you think uh, that you've noticed since you've come into the, the senior setup? are you part of that change in a way yeah I think so I think everyone has a role to play in it um, I suppose it's massively changed since Mickey Hart's come in um, and just in terms of everyone maybe pushing in the one direction um, I think look sometimes maybe some managers didn't get what they asked for and maybe there was no money there or X, Y and Z, I don't know. Um, look, that's probably out of my jurisdiction. But look, I think since Mickey Hart's come in and he's raised the standard and asked questions of loud, um, do you just want to go there? He's happy being in well, three you, or four. Well, you have confidence today. in your own ability, right? That, and that's been clear since you, you came through to the senior team. But um, uh, that's great, right? Yeah. But if somebody is challenging you then to back that up, then you then have to not just be looking for your nine points in the game. You actually have to be looking to to sit, to be the change that reflects well on the team. Yeah, and that's the bit I think that might uh, be different from previous uh, iterations, where a great player can come through and, and actually look after themselves. You know, you can mm. just mind yourself if you want to. And, and B but actually Mickey coming in is like well what are you going to do for everybody else here Sam yeah absolutely. what's that like He's, it's excellent look it's it's put me in a position to to try to be better and um, to try and make loud better and it's absolutely incredible that he's given me that responsibility I suppose and ask questions of me he obviously maybe sees something and in what I can do or what the loud team can do um, so he, he, I don't think he'd ask us to do those things if he didn't think we could so it's been and then you start special. to see the knock on impact of the results yeah look it's special and I suppose when we last year we probably had a poor start to the league and next minute you, you've lost a match and you've drawn a match and uh, the pressure's seriously on then so um, for us to turn it around showed serious character and um, there's a lot of leaders in that squad there now that have really stepped up um, when asked so now it's been a, it's been a serious period I suppose for Loud over last year Funny I was watching Roy Keane on Tommy Tierney the other night and he was talking about leadership and captaincy and he was referencing the fact that there were so many leaders on that Manchester United team throughout the 90s but what, what sort of a, a captain are you like when you got that text or call to, to be the, the, the captain of your county are you vocal in the dressing room is it more of a lead by example kind of thing on the pitch or, or how do you approach th- uh, that role? <laughs> I actually don't know I don't know what the lads would say about me or it's funny like I 
do talk in the dressing room um, when I feel like something needs to be said or I try to demand stuff from, from players that I know can give more or, um, but then again it is about setting um, your own standards and looking after yourself and making sure you're training well or um, being early um, how do you talk to people um, are you saying thanks and please when you're talking to the kit man are you picking up the cones after training I think little things like that make a massive massive difference um, and how people perceive the lead team um, going forward is, is going to be important so um, yeah look things like that are massively important to me um, and then again it's about delivering on the pitch um, most importantly um, if I can go out and play well and do my job um, I think that's probably the most important the, the importance of the provincial championships or relative uh, loss in, in, in I guess interest in them over recent years has, has led to some interesting discussions around the calendar but as, as a Louth player do you, do you harbour ambitions of, of winning realistically the Leinster Championship how do you, like, how do you see it I know Louth of course won the the Leinster Championship in 2010 we'll not really talk about that <laughs> maybe that the, the record books don't, don't say, <laughs> maybe say otherwise but is that something that you, you can genuinely I guess look towards in the next five, six, seven years whatever it might be yeah look I think we have to um, for me I don't want to play for the next um, seven, eight, nine years and not be in a provincial final or not have a potential title when I finish um, for me so it's absolutely definitely, definitely a target of mine um, a goal of mine to win one um, so yeah it's just about Look, making that happen, it's going to be. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year or next year. But look, I think it's putting Loud in a position that they can win one. And look, if it means that I retire without one, but we've put Loud my Loud team and this Loud team at the minute have put Loud in a position to maybe go in in, in a year, few years after that. Um, I think we've played our part um, in that. So look, it'll be massively important. Um, to do that and I think if we do win one um, it'd, be, it'd be unbelievable I suppose a little bit of redemption for 2010 maybe yeah yeah Jeez, there'll, be, there'll be some party in loud if that does happen um, <laughs> Sam give us some good advice for people who are uh, struggling at the moment with a little bit of motivation in, in uh, January yeah we have a few of those um, I was speaking to a few in the gym last night um, trying to get back into the routine has been tough and I think maybe the split in the week last week with the bank holiday and people were lax getting back into oh, it yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah I think there was a few of those so um, look I suppose for, for us at the minute it's focusing on um, one thing at a time um, so telling our members look chase one thing if that means getting back into the gym twice three times a week focus on that don't be trying to change a hundred things at once I think everyone's probably trying to focus on diet and nutrition and steps and um, what weights am I lifting and chasing too many things instead of just chasing one get back into the routine and um, once you start enjoying it again I think it's it's massively important and helpful What do you say to people who are who are afraid of the, the gym culture do you know the, the mirrors the grunts the testosterone flowing around the room like it, it, some people I guess think that that is the idea of what a gym is and or maybe is supposed to be when in fact the the reality is probably a lot different yeah absolutely look and for us my gym is a is a private training facility and um, we don't have open people just coming in the whole time there's no mirrors in the gym and um, we chase a no egos and um, kind of culture and um, so it's for us it's been massively important to have that community feel in our gym and um, so people come in their friends they talk before class they go for coffee together mm-hmm. we've tried to create that so that it's not that intimidating feel to wear to wear a gym and for me that's so important because where did you get that idea i don't really know i think um we've had a few like kind of ask for the mirrors and stuff and i just think it's for me i think to succeed in what we're trying what i'm trying to do with the business and um, it's been massively important the community they're nearly in funny in a way was the exercise is secondary or pre-covid when you set it up was it always going to be like that or did covid no i think out? at the time to- <laughs> funnily at the time it was probably to get through college right. um, a little bit of money something i enjoyed and that's what it was but then look as i went down the line and i suppose talked to the likes of andy moore and the next one and then i realized that look maybe the exercise isn't as important as 
people think it is and do they come for the exercise of the class or do they come to chat to their friends and have a social life and look we do members events and we go away we have a night out the odd time and stuff like that I think that's massively important and I think if you can find a gym that does that for you and you actually enjoy going to and you're not going sitting down even going oh I can't believe I have to go to the gym now yeah. or it's actually make it a little bit of a habit that it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle to. I suppose yeah so that's what we've tried to create um in, in, in my gym so yeah no, it's, it's worked well I think at the minute so we're trying to drive that massively What do you make of Lee Keegan hanging up the boots bit of a uh, a sad day for Mayo supporters. Sad day for Mayo sad day for GEA I think like what a hell of a footballer he's been absolutely incredible colossal for, for Mayo over the last number of years he's always showed up when when they need him I was reading a stat I think you guys had up this morning about his his goals and points scored um, over the last number of years in big games has been incredible so yeah sad day for GEA and definitely Mayo fans Yeah big game player Big game, yeah, big game player. Great, great for the half forward of the country. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, listen, we wish you the very best of luck uh, with the season. Um, this is going to be a bear pit of, uh, of a league campaign, so whatever happens, best of luck with it. Thank and you. continue success with the business. Cheers, thank you. So if anybody wants any classes, I guess any availability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah we'll squeeze them in. Yeah, okay, good stuff. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 